What's up, witches? Uh, welcome back to Inciting a Brouhaha, episode 37, Eclipses and Adulting. Uh, this, I, this is Firelight. Um, I'm the one doing the intro because, to be perfectly honest, I didn't mark down when we stopped doing the before-the-scenes audio and started doing the show proper. Um, and this show was supposed to come out like a month or so ago, back when the eclipse happened. Uh, so I do very much apologize. Um, as some of you that keep up with me on social media may know, uh, I have been in the midst of a move. So my office and my podcasting studio just got unboxed. You can hear my bird Jude in the background. Um, just got unboxed. And so I am just now getting caught up with uh, doing my podcasting stuff. So there is about 18 minutes of audio that only uh, subscribers can get uh, to the Patreon. So it's uh, patreon.com slash inciting projects. Um, that is where not only can you find the unedited audio of this episode, but uh, certain levels get you a full video version of the last episode. So you get to not only watch, but you get to see uh, Velma and I make delightful fools of ourselves uh, <laughs> as Velma hops from room to room on her phone because <laughs> apparently technology hates us. So um, enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much for subscribing and uh, donating to the show. Do please continue to do that uh, and help keep Pagan Media alive. Patreon.com slash Inciting Projects. And now for the dulcet tones of Ms. Velma Nightshade. Can you hear me? Oh, I'm loving this so much more. First of all, the lighting <laughs> is way better. Second of all, I am loving you being mobile. Yes, I could show you my very witchy and not terrifically clean house. <clears throat> but we should probably save that for another time. Uh-huh. I mean, I already <laughs> hit record, so you are... Look at you! Just keep flipping that hair. Just keep flipping <laughs> well, I it. Just, I just took a shower a couple hours ago, and so, like, the back of it's still wet. So, like, it's driving me a little bit crazy. Yeah, you know, when I take a shower, um, yeah, it just takes so long. Oh, my God, let me tell you. Oh, my God. Oh, shut up! You have, like, no hair, because you're a boy and you have short hair and seconds to dry yeah but i, you, I have, I have a lot seen... of hair can you see how much hair i have i have a lot of hair there it goes on forever <laughs> haven't you seen the photos of me with my hair down to my shoulders uh no you haven't no really oh. yes really oh there yes, we go really really so you're excited and you're going to be stranded in the field somewhere I am so excited. And you know what? If we get stranded in a field, we get stranded in a field. I really don't care. We're taking a picnic and a blanket and some chairs and uh, some, you know, deck of cards and stuff to just hang out in the park all day. And we're going to probably try to get there a couple hours before it even starts to be the eclipse at all. So, I mean, we'll probably get there mid-morning, hopefully. I'm more worried about getting home, honestly, because I think... We'll have plenty of time to get there, and it's only a couple-hour drive. And I, I do have alternate routes available. Um, so if we decide not to venture out on the main interstate, there's another way to get there that's not super, you know, it's not that much longer. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be great. 
I would not miss it. I will be at work. <clears throat> so I'm going to stop work for a couple of minutes and run over to a window mm -hmm. and stare at the sky. Do you have eclipse glasses so you won't go blind? I wear glasses. I'll just take the risk. You're going you're gonna to go blind. I'm not going to stare directly at the sun for like Well, then minutes. what's the point? <laughs> I'm going to run over. I'm going to like take a quick look and go, oh, look, the thing is happening. And then I'm going to go back to work. God, I'm an adult. <laughs> you are an adult. I'm playing hooky. And the boyfriend's playing hooky, too. That's like... so. <laughs> I just realized that's like being an adult at holidays, too. Yes, it's it like, is. It's like, what do you do at Christmas? Oh, well, I have to work. So I guess I'm going to take a 10 minute break and drink some eggnog and say Merry Christmas to somebody and, and go back to work. It's like when I, I, same company I'm with now, but I used to have a different job and um, we had to work two holidays a year in the position that I was in. And one and of our choices was, was that. Never mind. Whoa. One, <laughs> I'm not answering that question. Um, <laughs> that is for but, Mr. Nightshade to know and Mr. Nightshade to know only. <laughs> <laughs> but no, one of the, one of the holidays we could work with was 4th of July. And Ooh. so I, I would work 4th of July and it was, it was neat because we were up on the second floor of the building and we had a really good view. So we'd just sit at work and watch all the fireworks outside. Um, but it was like, you know, it was one of those sort of adulting things where you would take your break and everybody would sort of go over to the window and watch the fireworks and then get back to your desk Being an adult and go back to sucks. the job has to be done. Being know? an adult sucks. But the great Except, thing is you can buy alcohol and nobody can really tell you what you're allowed to eat for dinner. Exactly. And you can drink Diet Pepsi out of a skeleton hand. Wine or glass. a mug as big as your head. Exactly. It's great. So, should we do the show? I don't know. I'm kind of wary of my... I'm kind of wary of the whole thing. I'm like, any moment, disaster is going to strike again. This is you're only the on third attempt we've made now, at this. Which, like, I am your, on my phone. Your camera is way better on your phone, by the way. Well, yeah, it's also much closer to my face. Oh, should so I you're getting this? less. Should you're I... getting less of the witchy ambiance. Although there's some witchy ambiance behind me. Do you want this? Mm, no, good. I don't. Would you like to see no, all of my really... pores? Here you go. No, no, I really don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. I wonder no. if that thing's still at my teeth. I did. I did my eye makeup. I don't know if it looks okay. Does it look okay? I can tell you have eyes. Does it? Does it look okay? Yeah. I yes. There's mascara on there. I can't. There. There's a lot of other. I'm stuff I'm just too. so used to like drag queens that it's when when like <laughs> women are like, oh, I did my eye makeup. I'm like, you did. Where the yeah. I don't see like seven yeah, different colors up there. So I, I just assume it. No, there are not. No, it's not <laughs> wild. It's not crazy. It's, you know, but um, I, I have lipstick on. Ru RuPaul's Drag Race has ruined me for what <laughs> makeup. RuPaul's Drag Race has like. ruined a lot of people. It has, it has, there's a long list of people ruined by that show. I'm just going to But in the best way. But in the best I'm way. Really, I'm really excited for Halloween because I get to do boyfriend's makeup. Because he's going to be Frankenstein's monster, and and so I get to do the theatrical makeup Are and you everything. Be I'm very. Frankenstein then. No, I'm going to be the bride of Frankenstein. You're doing a couple's costume. 
Yes, we're doing a couple. And you know what? It wasn't my idea. Oh, God. You're going to be one of those couples. I'm so excited for this. My my costume is going to be amazing. It's going to be so... If you don't come to my party, you are just never going to forgive yourself. Not that you can already ever forgive yourself for not coming last year. Okay, I had very good reasons last year. And this year, I've got a new house at some point that I might be able to move into, maybe. Uh Uh-huh. I've got that big pond with the willows, and I'm going to grow pumpkins. Well, I'm not going to grow pumpkins anymore because it's practically September and there's no time. But I'm Yes, that's that's true. I want to do my... Well, maybe I'll come. Well, I'm just saying... You know, maybe I mean, you're you're passing up a Halloween party invitation at Nightshade Manor. I don't know how many people would would, you know, drag you out into the street and beat you for for missing it. Uh, Well, I forget what her podcast name is, but you're you're one of them. You're (laughs) you're one of your friends already has told me (laughs) she's going to beat my little patootie for missing last year. Oh, oh, one of, one of, oh, yes, yes, yes. What that's was her very podcast true. name? I don't remember. Daphne Rue. Well, that... a- a- Ariel's going to kick that too. her. Yes. Ariel. Yes. I was yes. like, I can't remember everybody's. And she, and she would totally well, take you out. You have friends with really cool actual names. <laughs> and so I can never remember, like, if that's their podcaster yes. name or if that's their no. real name because I'm like but that's so cool yes. oh I talked to a guy today named um, oh god Arthur Shakespeare I, I approve of the name I that's know. awesome and he straight up has like the English accent and everything does he have a, does he have a handlebar mustache because he sounds no like the kind of person who should have a handlebar mustache I only talked to him on the phone but okay. like I'm just like, how is that a real human being? Because, like, Arthur Shakespeare sounds like the kind of fake name that, like, a teenager comes up with in a really bad comedy. Like, oh, what's your name there, son? Uh, Arthur Shakespeare. Nice to meet you. I, uh, I discovered that we have, at my company, we have a customer named Richard Frankenstein. Oh, would you like to talk about amazing names? We can talk about amazing I names. I love it. Hold on. I've got some amazing names for you. I'm sure you do. I do. Hold on. I think I might have told you these. Let me. My hair is just awful. God. Oh, stop it's it. So... You're sitting there like it's flipping so it back and forth because you know it that. looks so damn good. So stop. It's awful. It looks terrible. Mm-hmm. It looks terrible. I'm, I'm gorgeous. Okay, so while See, I'm... I'm never, I'm never the one primping because, you know... You're always the one doing it, but now people are actually looking. <laughs> See, usually it's just me, and I'm like, "Stop your damn primping," because it's just me, and I don't care. Uh, so while we're and doing I can't that, get the angle right, and I make chin looks fat, it's just terrible. Oh, stop! Just stick your phone somewhere and you be have... done with it. I'm I'm trying to hold it at a good angle. Thank you very much. You're doing it well. Congratulations. Thank you. I thought you had names for me. Okay, I'm well. I'm scrolling through my group chat with our friends, and because I told them like weeks ago, and now I can't find it. And I'm only going to do this about another ten seconds before I give up, Mister Unprepared. L- yes. Yep. Hundred <laughs> percent. 
hundred percent. Oh. Oh well. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not gonna sit here scrolling through a damn group text anymore. Okay. Um, yep. And I'm done. Can't find it. They were really okay. good names though. Probably not as good as Arthur Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> but let's do a show because it's it's should... about time. Yeah. All right. I don't know are you what ready? Time it is, but so sure. So now they can actually see how what it takes for us to do this together. How how disorganized we actually are when we do this, and how we're never actually in sync with each other. Okay, ready? Are you ready? Uh huh. Okay, three. I'm ready. What's, What's up, witches? Yes. Terrible at that. No, 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 no. It's perfect. It's perfect on my no. end because I'm the one recording, so it's perfect. You're That's, gonna listen it to it. And terrible you're gonna be so on happy. my end. No, was, you're you're gonna listen to it. And you're gonna be so happy. <laughs> Hi, happy witches. Hands. <laughs> uh, this is Firelight and Velma Nightshade, and uh, we are coming to you uh, with a very special episode right before the. Not quite once in a lifetime, but uh, very few times in a lifetime. Solar eclipse that is happening this Monday morning. And we thought it would be a fun little chance to kind of put together a short and sweet episode of our thoughts on the solar eclipse, uh, different kind of witchy things that you could be doing, maybe throw in some uh, history, some folklore, some myths surrounding um, solar eclipses. But this is kind of a special episode because even though you guys are listening to this on your uh, your earbuds or in your minivan speakers or on the Muzak at Costco, because <laughs> I'm assuming they play us in Costco, obviously, uh, there are a select <laughs> group of folks that are not listening, but they're watching. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, so right up here at the top of the show, Velma and I would love to say a very special thank you to all of the Patreon subscribers who have given us your hard-earned dollars and made sure to, uh, uh, you know, put those towards the cause of letting pagan media thrive. Uh, you know, because of you guys, uh, we've been able to um, uh, keep the show going without any cost out of pocket, which is great. Um, I've been able to make sure that, uh, we can promote the show, uh, which is nice. Um, and we are saving up for some much needed tech improvements. So uh, yeah. <laughs> every month that those dollars come out, they go into a little piggy bank for Velma's pathetic laptop fund. So, because again, if any of you are Patreon subscribers, you will know that in the pre-show stuff, Velma's computer crashed like three times. Three times. <laughs> we're, yeah. we're saving well, up Well, technically, pennies. technically twice. This is the third attempt at to start this. We are saving up pennies to uh, to help Velma <laughs> offset the cost <laughs> of a new magic mirror. <laughs> as witchy as she is, boy, those those computers they don't love Miss Velma Nightshade. No, they they really don't. So uh, one of us is very excited for the eclipse, and one of us is kind of ho hum about the eclipse. Yes. Uh, and I do want to go ahead and give one quick plug. Uh, if you are not already a Patreon subscriber, the one thing that you missed is uh, Velma revealed her Halloween costume this year, and I know. Oh my god, I did. You did. 
You revealed your Halloween costume, which you never do. I totally did, because I completely forgot that I was talking to everybody Uh and not just you. Yep. (laughs) Well, that's not a secret anymore. Velma always keeps her Halloween costume under wraps. So for like the dozen of you that uh, uh, are Patreon subscribers, you know. You You now know know what Velma You now know. And And I'm going to ask respectfully that you keep it on the down low. And not and not reveal the secrets you until can the pictures about it on the come Patreon out. Patreon comments because all those are locked up for Patreon subscribers only. So yes. there you go. If you really need to squee about it, you can. Um, so <laughs> uh, solar eclipse happening this Monday. What are you doing for it, Miss Velma Nightshade? I am driving a couple hours away to a park where hopefully I will be able to get uh, in my car and not die on the roads with the half a million people to a million people that they're anticipating coming into my state on Monday um, to watch it in its absolute 100% fullness because I only have to go a couple hours away and I am right there and I'm so incredibly super excited about it. I mean... I, I, am you, I don't giddy. know that you could pay me to get in my car and go drive into the madness. I just, no, I, I would, I would not miss this for the world. I am so excited. I want, I want to have that experience. I want to see this the sky go dark in the middle of the day that would and be cool. hear the crickets start chirping because they think that it's nighttime and see the stars come out. And I want to see the little ring around the moon. So you want to be in the, the shade sun. of night. I want to, yes, I do. I want, I want to be in the shade it's of important. night. It's important to me. No, I think it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I'm so, so excited. Well, I will be uh, taking a pause from work to go over to a window and uh, look out and say, okay, well, that happened, and then go back but, to work. But you are also, you're also not in totality and not near totality. No. I don't think I would be nearly as excited about it. In fact, I wouldn't care, honestly, if I, if I wasn't so close yeah, to being I mean, able to see the whole thing for real. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of my thing. I'm like, I, you know, our, our sky, you know, up here in Chicago, the sky is not going to go dark. Uh, you know, we're not yeah. going to get that experience. Well, you know, if you go out to the window at the right time, you'll be able to kind of see the little shadow pass over it or whatever, but yeah. you're not going to, I mean, the, it's not going to be the same thing. So, yeah. I, I guess that maybe that's why I'm not so thrilled. I mean, if it were going to happen here, 100% I would take the day off work. Or at least take a half day. Like, I'd come in in the afternoon, you know? Yeah. Especially, yeah. oh my God, here in Chicago, they, everybody would be out on the lake. You know? Uh-huh. I mean, you'd get out on the boat. You'd be on Lake Michigan. You'd Oh, man. I can imagine how big of a deal it would be. Well, now I'm kind of yeah. mad. Now I'm mad that it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I went from apathetic to pissed. <laughs> I think there is one that goes over roughly over Chicago sometime this century. So if you live long enough, you'll see it. Well, I mean, it's not like I can reroute the sun for you, my love. Why not? You're Velma Nightshade. I am Velma Nightshade, but I want the sun to be blocked where I am, not where you are. <laughs> Cuz I want to see it. So I'm not I'm not about to change this. Are you crazy? Uh, are you afraid? Are you, are you like having any trepidation about the solar eclipse and what it means spiritually or, uh, you know, witchily? No, I think it's awesome. 
Really? I, th- I, yes, I am. I am. I am super excited about the entire thing. You know, and I'm... there's, there's so little. I mean, the only things really that, to me anyway, indicate you know, oh, this is a scary time, and this is you know, ooh, it's it's a scary, scary thing, and we all need to be very, very afraid. Is just historical references when people didn't know what was going on, and all of a sudden the sky was black. And you know, it was the middle of the day, and so oh God, what's happening? But with with the knowledge that we have about science and how things work and how planets and moons and suns move around each other, like we know what causes it. It's not a reason to be scared. It's just a very very cool thing that we get to experience. And that's kind of why you know, for me, uh, when I was doing my years and years of extensive research into uh, solar eclipses because I have we all know you did that I have been a deep scholar of this work for boy my entire afternoon and um (laughs) (laughs) well uh but no I mean you know from the little that I did know about uh before today about solar eclipses and their sort of historical effect and historical impact is they seemed to happen out of the blue for people. You know, a lot of people didn't know what was happening. And right. whenever you don't know what's happening and the sun goes away, the, yeah, I could under I could understand. That's a big deal. For, yeah, that's, that's a big deal. Right. That that would freak me the hell out. Yes, that would be scary. Yes, it would be I very scary. And, you know... So looking back on a lot of myth and a lot of lore and stuff, I mean, a lot of what you find is people being very afraid or very confused or very scared. And I, I see on social media today, the last couple of days, you know, writers that I respect trying to kind of calm some pagans down because there seem to be some pagans that are kind of buying into the idea of, oh, this signifies a great, you know, catastrophic change and this and that and the other. I'm like, no, no, no. We used to think that because we didn't know what it was or why it happened. You know, right. we thought a wolf was eating it or, you know, we thought right. the gods were angry with us and we, we thought, you know, all sorts of things. But we can now predict these with a the mathematical certainty out for the next few thousand years. So, yeah. like, we know what they are, we know how they work, and we can now predict them. And we can even yep. predict exactly to what shade of darkness you're going to get depending on where you live on the planet. So, you know, a lot of it, I mean, it's, it's almost not really fun to go into because I, I, you know, it's, you start to pick it apart and say, Oh, well, these people were scared and they didn't know any better, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, but, um, it is kind of interesting to go back and look at some of the lore, uh, the the more interesting compilation um, that I found was put out by the Farmer's Almanac. I like the Farmer's Almanac. They're really good about just compiling. It's almost like a like how Judica Illish does her books. It's just like, you know, not necessarily curating myth or anything, just kind of compiling everything. And I just love like giant lists of lore. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so some of it, uh, the Chippewa people, used to shoot flaming arrows into the sky to try to rekindle the sun. Uh, That's kind of cool. Yep. Tribes in Peru did the same for a different reason. They hoped to scare off a beast that was attacking the sun. A lot of cultures thought something was eating the sun. 
Uh, well, and uh, that makes complete sense. Yeah. When you think about what it would look like. Yep. Uh, in if you know anything about Nordic mythology, uh, Loki's child Fenrir the wolf. Uh, people thought he was eating the sun. Really, a whole lot of people thought the sun was being eaten by things. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. In India, the demon spirit Rahu, Rahu, Robert. Steals and consumes the nectar of immortality, but is beheaded before he can swallow it. His immortal head flies into the heavens. The sun and moon had alerted the gods to his theft, so he takes revenge on them. When Richard swallows an orb, we have an eclipse, but the orb returns to view because Randolph has no body. My dudes, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna butcher these names. I did so much show prep, you have no idea. I, I can tell. Uh, in Armenia, a dragon ate the sun. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, also in India, a different myth about a different dragon eating the sun. Really a yeah. whole heck of a lot of things eating the sun. Can you, can you tell me about the Charmed episode that featured a solar eclipse? Because that's what's really important. Was there just one? Uh, there, there was just one. Oh. Uh, no. Uh, so l- let me tell you about my experience with Charmed. I did a marathon of it once, like 10 years ago. Oh, my uh, God. Because I didn't actually get to watch it when it was on air, like, on TV. So yeah. I bought all the seasons, like, for nothing at a used bookstore. Right. And I watched all of them. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. And I have tried to block it from my memory. You're such a terrible, terrible pagan. Uh, listen, that's just awful. Now I have rewatched the witch first... card revoked. <laughs> I have rewatched the first three seasons probably I don't know four or five times because those are good. Literally well, it's everything in, it's with in Paige the first is garbage. three seasons. Literally everything with Paige is garbage. Oh, oh, when she goes to the church, right? And she thinks in that in that the, the clips episode when she goes to the church, or is that a different one? When no, she asks if she's going like, to burn t- into flame, burst into flame. No. No, that's, there's no eclipse in that one, honey. Damn it. <clears throat> no, it's the one where the the woman and her boyfriend, he he has been cursed to be an owl at night and she or during the day and she has been cursed to be a wolf during the day or during the whatever the opposite oh, of when he's so yeah, basically they're each cursed that. and the curse will be broken on a lunar only eclipse if, because it's in a linear uh, a liminal time. Well, they, the curse will be broken when there is a night within a day. Oh, hold on, wait. Ooh. Gotta do the waggly fingers. You have to, you have to do Ooh. <laughs> Oh my God, people are going to make fun. I need to clip my fingernails. <laughs> uh, I will no, say, it's exciting. There's, there's a night within a day coming on Monday. Well, and, so and one of the thing is, uh, one of the things is, People still have a, a general fear of this. Uh, as recently as 2010, there was a partial solar eclipse. People stayed mm-hmm. home. Like, there is just a general fear <laughs> of kind yeah. of the unknown. I mean, it's sort of like, I think to a much lesser degree, people on a full moon say, oh, you know, I kind of stay in or, I, you know, whatever. Uh, ho- emergency rooms are allegedly a lot more full during the full moon, even though statistics disprove that um but you know just kind of but there is just something culturally that we can't shake about the idea of a solar eclipse is just kind of creepy 
it's not supposed it's not ha- it's not supposed to happen it's wrong see i don't find it creepy at all personally i think it's amazing and i'm i can't wait i don't either so uh the one i remember the first when we said that we were going to put out this uh little episode i said well let me tell you the only thing i know about solar eclipses that is that it played a major plot point in the movie apocalypto <laughs> the 2006 film by mel gibson uh-huh uh and it's it's you know, it's a plot point towards the end where they're doing a bunch of human sacrifices, but then a solar eclipse happens, and then they decide to interpret that as their god is satiated, so they can stop okay. the human sacrifices. Which okay, kind of is a theme throughout a lot of his uh, a lot of history and myth of a solar eclipse happens and. People I could definitely that that means... see people, yeah, oh, yeah. I- interpreting it as a sign from God or the gods or, you know, whatever divine energy there is. I mean, the sky gets dark in the middle of the day. The sun disappears. This is not something that happens every day. That's kind of a big deal. So I don't know. I think it's interesting to think about what it means energetically. Yeah. So that's actually what I wanted to try to get to. So I know that you're going to go view it. Are you taking anything with you? Are you planning on doing, you know, any kind of rituals or anything while you're Um, out in front of 500,000 people? Are you dancing (laughs) naked under the dark sun? No, I am not dancing naked. Sorry, I had to make sure my cat was not going to catch himself on fire again. Do you Um, want to dance naked? I don't, I don't want to dance naked. No, no. I mean, you can if you want. I'm, you know, I've never really been into dancing naked. It's it's just not really my thing. Putting it out there. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Um, I, I don't know that I'm taking anything with me, um, magically. I've been thinking about it, but I, we're going to have a lot of stuff to lug around with us anyway. Um, but I think I probably will select some things to leave outside at home so that they are, you know, they can sort of get some of that energy, uh, you know, sitting there through it. Karen commented on our little post on, uh, our Facebook page, which if you'd like to comment on our Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash Uh, Karen wrote in, I'm putting out sea salt and water separately to absorb the energy for future use. Plus my crystals. I think I'll use the salt afterwards to ward our property. Um, yeah, two things. I was thinking of putting out some black salt, actually. Two things about this kind of comment. One, do you ascribe to the idea that just putting something outside when the event is occurring at all is enough to soak up the energy? Or do you think that you actually have to be able to physically see at least part of the eclipse in order to absorb the energy? I don't, I don't know. I mean, personally, I would think you would have to at least be able to see part of it for me simply because there are a lot of eclipses that happened on the other side of the world, but I'm not putting out, you know, water and oil and salt and stuff under my sun because it's not being blocked at all for me. I can understand, you know, putting stuff out, even if you are just in a partial, an area where it's going to be partial, I can see that. Um, but yeah, if it's, if you're nowhere near it and it's not even going to make the slightest blip in your view of the sun, I, I'm not sure that it would do much. 
for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I ascribed to the same camp, and I'm sure that's going to ruffle people's feathers, but whatever. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think that if you're not underneath, where you, because the solar eclipse is, I mean, it's, it's an illusion. I mean, it's not, there is not a thing that is, I mean, the sun is not going away, actually. I mean, it's an, it's an optical illusion that occurs. That, right. You know, so I think in order to get that energy, I think you need to be at least present for the optical illusion. I, I, I would agree with that. And, and you're right. That will probably ruffle a few feathers. But I, I think I agree. I, I mean, I just, I mean, because otherwise, then I just feel like that gets into, oh, well, it snowed somewhere. So if I pour this water in the bottle, it's the first snow of the season. I'm like, no, because then it's not. Yeah, that's not really how that works. It's not actually how that works. <laughs> no. I mean, I get that no. it's different because it's a celestial body and all of that. But that's kind of the thing. Is I feel like you have to play by the rules. And there's something very witchy about the idea of. I have to go to a place to be part of the celestial event in order to take this energy back with me to my home. Like, right. There is something very cool and very witchy and very old world about the idea of having to still go journey to a place for a special thing to happen. Right. And uh, yeah. So, well, there yeah. we agree. Well, oh my God, we agreed about something. We, we actually agreed on something. Yes. Well, uh, it's like putting, it's like putting, you know, a rock under your tap your kitchen tap to, to clean it and saying it's been cleansed with ocean water. Well, no, no, really not. I mean, it's all water, but yeah. it's not the no. same thing. Uh-uh. No, no, <laughs> it's that, very different. That, that came from the Will County water reserve and Lord God knows what was. <laughs> I mean, yes, it was probably, it, it may very well have been rainwater at some point. <laughs> But, but it's not the same as putting yeah. stuff out during a rainstorm. Like, it's, you know, it's yeah, no. not quite the same. No. Now, Kathleen Borealis, I feel like, could turn on her tap <laughs> and put some ocean water in her. Well, yes. But. I, I, that, that I also agree with. <laughs> yeah. but, but that horrible witch lives on an island <laughs> and F her. So there. <laughs> How dare she live such a perfect life. Uh, Miss Athena Black wrote in and said it's also a new moon which is how I remembered it was a new moon because otherwise I'm a terrible witch Um, it's also a new moon which seems like an extra dose of awesome woo woo energy and that is a technical term woo woo uh, like, uh, she, she's echoing what Karen said. Uh, she said, I'm bringing out my crystals, water and ocean water to let them charge and soak it all up. Uh, and she wants to, again, create a, a spell to help relieve negativity and anxiety, uh, which I think a lot of people are kind of glomming on the idea of it's a good time to banish things, uh, because that's typically what you do at a, a new moon. So I'm guessing a solar darkening, a solar eclipse would be that much more powerful of a, a banishing energy. What do you think? Potentially, but I mean, when you think about it, okay, so what are the traditional correspondences and, and energetic uh, uses for the moon and the sun, right? So the moon is all about intuition and emotion and all of that sort of mm-hmm. deep level stuff. And the sun is all about action and activity and creation and all of that. So to me, it's almost like a it, it's a brief moment in time when 
emotion sort of blocks out activity. It's, it's so what that, do you do with an energy like that? Well, I'm not sure. Um, and I've well, actually listen, had a couple lady, you've of got people, like 72 hours to figure this crap I out. I know, so. right? No, I've had, I've had a couple of my friends asking me if I'm going to do any, you know, if I'm going to make any special oil or anything for my Etsy shop or just for me or anything. And I can't figure out what I would do with that energy. I mean, I, I like it. I'm excited for it. I want to go experience it, but I don't know. I, I don't know when it would be appropriate to want your emotions to take over, which to me is very much what's happening. I mean, that's all of that deep emotional watery, you know, water sign type of energy, lunar energy is literally blocking out all of that solar active energy. I, I, I just, so I'm not sure extent, what though, I would do with it. I feel like it. applying I mean, I, I feel like the idea of really getting mired in traditionally held Western correspondences can kind of then limit a big event like this for you. Because, you know, for somebody that is so well-versed in, you know, again, Western correspondences, so the sun means this, and fire is this, and, and an eclipse, or, or and, and the darkening of it must mean this, and all that. You know, so many other cultures, I mean, in some cultures, the sun is feminine. In some cultures, right. the sun, I mean, you know, I just, so I just, I just, I don't know. I just always try to think of what is the basic thing that tends to be the most universal and the new moon is, is the end of a cycle, the beginning of the next cycle. And so I just think for me, because this, a solar eclipse is a lot more rare, just in my opinion, it's just a more amplified version of being able to end one cycle and begin the next. And I can see that. And I don't, I don't disagree with, you know, using the energy for that purpose. It's just when and of course, I've been also thinking it, it about... is a harbinger of nuclear war. I mean, of course, I mean, but, oh, well. yeah. but I mean, when I've been thinking about personally, what, what how do I interpret energetically what's mm. happening? That hasn't necessarily been, you know, I, I hadn't come up with, Oh yes, I should do banishing work. Really? That wasn't something that had, you know, it hadn't even occurred to me. Um, because that's just not how I interpret the energy, the energetic movement that that's happening. So for you, it's a time to have your emotion, your, your almost your subconscious supersede your conscious. It's almost like a, a deep breath for your spiritual self. It's like that, that exhalation of the, you know, let, let the energy and the activity and the need to do go for a minute. And just allow your intuition and your emotion to just take over briefly. I mean, it, in when it is in totality, like truly totality, it's like two and a half minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not. It's not like it's a long period of time to do a lot of stuff, you know. Um, so for me, it's just it's almost like that little pause. It's like it's like hitting the pause button on activity for a minute and just enjoying the emotion. And I, I mean, I think if anything else, it would just be a cool experience to just, I don't know, take three minutes out of your day and not be doing something. Yeah. 
I mean, and and really just sit be. in stillness. Yeah, and just experience a moment. Yeah. And if nothing else, I think that that's the best part about being pagan is that you you just get to literally revere the natural cycle of things. And I think that's yeah. kind of why my instinct is to try to strip away as much, I don't know, meaning from it as, as I can and just kind of experience this natural cycle, even though I'm going to be doing it um, from a window <laughs> for a couple of yeah. seconds. But for me, I mean, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I, I just enjoy experiencing the moment for what it is. And I think that that's the cool thing about being a pagan because you just kind of get to experience nature and just go, holy shit, this is so cool. Yeah. This is just, and just soak up the moment. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know, for me, I just, I never quite understand why pagans try to put so many layers of meaning on it, which is why I think what you're saying is cool as well. I mean, it's like, well, I don't need to put 17,000 different correspondences on it. It's just a chance for, you know, for me, it's the idea of letting something go for you. It's just a moment to pause and let the subconscious come to the conscious or you yeah. know, whatever. And I think that's so cool. Well, and I mean, like I said, it's, it's in totality. If you're even in the part of the country, that's going to be in totality for such a brief period of time. And, you know, I've read a bunch of articles about, you know, here's things to do and here's how to get good pictures and here's how to do this and here's how to do that. But I've also read at least one article that's like here, you know, here are things not to do during the eclipse. Do not stare at the sun. Well, number one, well, actually, when it is in full totality, if you are where it is absolutely 100% full, during that, like, two and a half minutes, you can take your eclipse glasses off and you can just look at it. Because there's so little sunlight coming through that it's not bad. Now, you want to be careful with that because it's only during that brief moment. But one of the very first things that they said in this article was, don't take pictures. Don't bother to try to take pictures because the pictures that you're going to get on your little camera, no matter how nice a camera it is, are not going to be nearly as cool as the pictures that the professional photographers are going to be taking. So don't bother trying to take a picture, sit there and look at it and enjoy it. And that to me, that's kind of, you know, this is something that doesn't come along very often. It's one of those wonders of nature that just, you know, out of happenstance, because of the location of these celestial bodies, we have an opportunity to see something really freaking cool. So go look at it, like just enjoy it, have that moment of, you know, seeing the sky get dark and, you know, seeing the birds go back to their nests and hear the crickets sing in the middle of the day because they think it's night and see the stars come out and And watch the traffic lights go haywire. (laughs) experience it. You know, that's what I'm looking forward to the most Mm -hmm. is just having that experience of how cool nature can be. And I, and I think, and I think that kind of echoes what I was saying as well, because, you know, nobody ever says, Oh, Hey, let me look at that really crappy video of all of the 4th of July fireworks on your phone (laughs) that you took, you know? Right. Oh, that's super moon. Let me take a look at that picture where the moon looks like a tiny dot on your, I mean, like, listen, I can Google better pictures. Yes. I can Google better pictures. You know, nature photographers will have their giant cameras 
you know, the telescope. Oh, yeah. will t- I mean, somebody is going to take a much better picture. And if I really want to have that picture, I can go Google it. I can pay for yep. it. I can download it. I can do all of those things. Uh, yeah. You know, buy a print, stick it on my wall and say, hey, here's the, here's the solar eclipse. But if you're sitting there worried about staring at it on your phone, you're not sitting there and experiencing it. And that's, I think, exactly. the whole thing about being a pagan is that we put such stock in just experiencing the the awesomeness of nature in the truest exactly. definition of the word awesome. Exactly. And Monday is a very cool opportunity and, and not a once in a lifetime opportunity, but a rarely in your life opportunity Yeah. to, if you're anywhere, if you're in the line of totality, if you're at least where it, the, the eclipse is partially visible to just take a moment and experience something really cool that doesn't happen very often. Exactly. And take that experience back with you. And if you feel called to do some kind of energetic work, then do it. Do mm-hmm. it. By all means. Treat yourself. By all means. Treat yourself. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, experience it. Talk about it with your friends and go, oh my God, wouldn't it cool and the sun went away for a few minutes? Yep. Because I at the end wait. of the day, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. The sun's going to disappear for a couple of minutes. Uh-huh. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> you just completely ran out of things to say. I didn't did. You? There's not a whole that lot was, to, that was the thing is there's not a whole words. lot to say. The sun is gonna disappear for a couple of minutes. Go look at it, folks. Go watch it. It's cool. Don't don't try to do super elaborate, fancy whatnots. Go experience it. Yes. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, yes. Let's see. From the Smithsonian website, some advice for you. Uh, for those of us within the path of totality on August 21st, it may appear as if a dragon or serpent is swallowing the sun. When the day becomes night and temperatures suddenly drop, it may feel as if the end is near. Like our ancient ancestors, we can only hope that the sun will return to shine after a period of total darkness lasting no more than 2 minutes, 41.6 seconds, if you're in Carbondale, Illinois. And if that's the case, (laughs) eclipse chasers in the United States can look forward to more in our future. We have more solar eclipses happening in 2024, 2044, Mm -hmm. 2045, which is kind of cool, back-to-back solar eclipses. Yes. And 2078. Yes. So if I'm a very lucky firelight, I will not only have this one but i will have four more and i didn't realize that carbondale illinois will be where's carbondale illinois is that within driving distance could i take monday off i don't know this is what making a a podcast is folks that are watching the uh the video it's just us taking a pause and googling things like where the hell is carbondale illinois where is it I think I think it must be very very far south. Oh, it has to be. Like very very far south. Oh God, I would need to take a, a plane there. You would not need to take a plane there. Oh my God, yes I would. Do you have any idea how big it's a five, It's a freaking six hour drive. It's three hundred and seventy miles. What do you mean oh I wouldn't take a plane? God, a six hour drive. That's gonna kill you. It would it would practically be in Missouri and who lives there? A lot of people, actually. Uh, well, 
And listen, if I get in my car and drive six hours, my parents are going to be like, well, why the hell didn't you just drive another six hours and come see us? <laughs> so you don't tell them. <laughs> yeah, but I can't <laughs> stop putting things on Instagram. So, Well, this is true. <laughs> well, that's kind of cool. Okay. Well, if you're you, you way in Southern you Illinois, you, you won't have it. any solar eclipse selfies. I'm so sad for you. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go into a dark room. <laughs> I just say <laughs> it's my eclipse selfie. <laughs> I can totally see you doing that too, which is the scary part. <laughs> I'm a thousand percent doing that now. <laughs> I'm. Sh- I I believe it. Um, let's see. Uh, what else do you want to talk about for solar eclipses? I'm excited to hear Corey's show. Uh, New I am World, too. New World Witchery put out a show where they're talking about uh, folklore, myths, legends, uh, other, you know, traditions surrounding uh, solar eclipses, which I'm sure is going to be much yeah. more entertaining to listen to. All, all the stuff that we wanted him to do when we asked him, hey, are you going to do this? And would you come do it with us? Yeah. And then we couldn't quite and figure out he when totally, the hell to do he it. totally stole our idea. Totally stole our he idea. He stole our idea of using him to make us look better. <laughs> yes, he did. He totally did. He took our idea and he did it himself. And so that makes us look bad. All right. Well, we said this was going to be a short and sweet episode. This is a yes. This is long enough. Um. <laughs> okay. Let's let's dive into the mailbag here, since we're here. Okay, you do that. I can't. I can't look at it, or I, since, my Skype will go away yeah, again. Please don't make your Skype go away. No, I'm not going to. Uh, we did that one. Uh. Abby wrote in, what is witchcraft? Hey, y'all. Oh, did she give us a a definition? Yep. Hey, y'all. I only started listening to the show last year. That would be difficult. We didn't do any shows last year. Because we had old shows. Velma was backpacking through Machu Picchu with the Dalai Lama and Richard Branson. Nope, that's not a name. Richard Branson. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I totally was. Yep. Uh, I like your version of my life better. <laughs> you and and Arthur Shakespeare? Yes. Uh, to me, which, that is your, okay, can that be boyfriend's podcast name? Velma Nightshade and Arthur Shakespeare? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Please ask him. Because I, should, I should ask him what name he wants. He is almost completely done with Harry Potter, by the way. How's he loving it? He is loving it. He can't put it down. What's his house? I don't know yet. We haven't had that. That discussion is this weekend. He doesn't know what my house is yet either. How can you date somebody and not know what Hogwarts house they're in? Uh, I I was dating somebody who hadn't read any of Harry Potter yet. Okay, I don't want to listen to that blasphemy anymore. But what I want to know is, is he a Slytherin? I don't think so. I can't imagine. I can't. Is he a Hufflepuff? No, I don't think so. I think, I think he's. Could you imagine if he was a Hufflepuff? I think he's probably a Ravenclaw. Okay. Which would work out just fine because I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm a Ravenclaw as well. Yeah. I I think, I think probably. I was head boy. Of course you were. 
I mean, at least that's what the bathroom stall said. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. <laughs> that was terrible. Speaking of which, I really hope- public service public service announcement: Cards Against Muggles, totally awesome, really inappropriate. <laughs> Don't you have to print those cards though? Yes, Ugh. you do. You do. And I did print a set for me because I'm sure that whatever you you print will be much nicer than whatever I would print. No, I got them printed. Of course you did. I said, I sent the file and was like, print this. I wasn't going to hand cut 1300 cards. Thank you very much. Okay. What is witchcraft? What is witchcraft? Witchcraft is meditation with AIDS. Oh wait, did we do this one? Meditation with AIDS. We did because I think I laughed at meditation with AIDS. Which is not funny. I I don't recall you laughing at that. I probably would have said something like, you shouldn't laugh at that. Yeah, I know. I was laughing inside because I'm a terrible person. I think yeah. I might... I should be a Slytherin. I mean, I'm a Ravenclaw, but I should be a Slytherin. I, I, I think you're actually secretly a Slytherin. You just don't want to admit it. No, I think I might actually secretly be a Hufflepuff, and that's the problem. <laughs> also a distinct possibility. Uh, no, we did this one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did this one last time. You're a Hufflepuff that really wants to be a Ravenclaw. F U N. Yeah. The interesting thing is, I don't know any Gryffindors. I bet Corey's a Gryffindor. Oh, Corey's totally a Gryffindor. Well, I don't know. He does have a lot, a lot of that Ravenclaw thing happening. No, I could see him either being a Hufflepuff or a Gryffindor because it's about motivation. It's not about like brain power. It's about you know, what motivates you through life and what you hold dear and blah, blah, blah. And he's all about like making his fellow man better. And true. Which is, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hey, we have feedback from the last episode. There we go. We definitely know that we didn't read those. Oh, good. Uh, I just listened to your witching in the cupboard episode and really enjoyed it. I loved hearing all the practical tips. I had to laugh during the tomato slash beer bottle throwing talk. I've done something (laughs) similar as a kind of anger banishing. Uh, I discovered that the guy I'd just spent four years with had been cheating and I was needing a constructive way to deal with all of the anger I was feeling. Well, at least you didn't commit a crime. This Uh, is true. Egging his car didn't seem to be a mature choice. I would argue. I mean, (laughs) so I bought a dozen eggs and held one at a time, focusing on pouring a different negative element of the situation into each egg. I then took the carton outside and threw each egg as hard as I could at a tree. It was destructive and loud and cathartic. That's very mature and not how I would have reacted. (laughs) I would have egged that fucker's car. There would have been some (laughs) windows busted out. I would have slashed his... Listen, you cheat on me after four years... And you would have been playing that song by that girl. Who is that? Bust the the windows out your car. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been me. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. Um, oh, hey, apparently Jenny uh, wrote in and said, oh, that was Donna, by the way. Thank you, Donna. Hi, Donna. Thank you, um, Donna. If you ever sell incense that smells like Taco Bell on Etsy, I will buy it all. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, Jenny says, that, oh, okay, so Ellen Dugan, uh, the author of the book Natural Witchery, has an entire mm-hmm. chapter on eclipses. She does, and it's all about lunar eclipses, because I looked it up. Oh. 
Well, I mean, it's good information. Don't get me wrong, relevant. but I, I was not finding anything in that book about solar eclipses because I looked beforehand. I see. I tried to do show prep. There just wasn't any. Um, if you happen to live anywhere near a place called Grant Park, Illinois, there is a greenhouse, according to Kaylee, called Sunrise Greenhouse that you can purchase white. There are so many of you that wrote in or like Facebook messaged us or like left comments. There are places like tweets, all sorts of, boy, you guys are a wealth of knowledge about how to get us some white sage plants. (laughs) So I think I'm good on the white sage. We just need to get Ms. Velmanite shade some white sage. I, I do need, yeah, I need to get some. Or maybe I can find some and then bring them to your house. That would involve you coming to my house. It would. Is that ever going to happen? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've only lived here, I don't know, since I've known you. Well, I live, I've lived here since you've known me. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I've been, I've been to Chicago. Yeah, and you've also been in my house, so I have a terrible argument, don't I? Yeah, you really kind of do. Okay, I'll fix it. I, <laughs> uh, I feel like there was other feedback, but I think it was on Facebook and boy. I think there wasn't some on Facebook. Yeah, and I'm running out of. Oh, There's been a lot of love, though, for that last episode. Yes. Which I'm was really good. Happy. Yeah. I, I, did, I did think it was a good episode. It was. I'm glad people liked it. Me too. We'll have to- We'll have to try to do more good episodes. (laughs) Yeah, this isn't one of them. Unlike this one. Yeah, basically the draw here is that you can see our faces as we face plant in in what we were really excited about doing an episode on, but we very quickly realized that neither of us has any kind of expertise in this matter. No, Um, none. Sadly. Yeah. Well, if you would like to email us and tell us how terrible this show was, you can email incitingabrewhaha at uh, gmail.com. Yes. Uh, you can tweet at us separately because we do not tweet together, no. ever, no. under any circumstances. Sometimes no. we, re- we retweet one another. Yes. Um, that's about as, that's, that, that's friendly as, as, as it, it gets. gets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I am at Inciting a Riot. I am at Witches Brouhaha. And we don't have a website and never have and probably never will. No, we do not. But uh, we have a Facebook page. We do facebook.com slash eabhaha. That is facebook.com slash I-A-B-H-H. And if you can't remember that, just think inciting a brouhaha without all of the vowels or other letters, (laughs) except I-A-B-H and H. (laughs) It's just the the first letter of each word. word. Yes. Yes. Um, What else? Oh, uh, rate us on iTunes. Subscribe on however you do. Oh, 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 we're on Google Play now. What? Yeah. So here's the thing. Corey was like, hey, there aren't a lot of pagan podcasts on Google Play. And I was like, what's a Google Play? And he's like, well, you know how there are some really sad people in this world that don't have iPhones? And I'm like, no. Um, (laughs) And he was like, yeah, believe it. I didn't believe it either. But I was down at the Piggly Willy, Piggly Wiggly. (laughs) (laughs) The Piggly Willy. And I saw somebody without an iPhone, but they still had, had calls and things happening. And they said, it's a Google Play. And so I looked up Google Play. 
and there's no pagan podcast on there. So now there are some. Uh, Chris put his show on there, and <laughs> New World Witchy put their show on there, and now this shit's on there too. <laughs> episode is you're welcome and we're sorry <laughs> you're welcome or we're sorry depending on how you feel about it uh yeah oh clearly it's been a long day for both of us uh-huh we should not do episodes in the evening after a long day of work no no especially we about topics even though that we know very little about even though i had a short day at work and then proceeded oh, to go Shopping and buying fabulous things at places that now have their Halloween stuff. Oh, I'm going to go do that this weekend after I figure out how to edit video. Pier 1 has some cute stuff. Oh, Pier 1 has good stuff. Okay, let's talk about Halloween decorations. Okay, so. <laughs> Hold on. I can't see you. you got uh, so excited, your earbud just flew right out so, of your head. Oh my it was God. amazing. My, my glasses have fogged up. Yes. They are wet with tears. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have mascara running down my face here in a second. And people are gonna see it. I know, it's terrible. I love it. Oh man. <laughs> so Pier One, okay, let me tell you about the good shit. So Pier One has some good shit this year. They do. They do have some really good shit, but you know who else had good shit? Michaels had good see? shit. See? I disagree. Michael's had, Michael's has good, good stuff, but the good stuff they also had last year and I bought it all already. Oh, see, I didn't. Well, I didn't last year. Get with the program. Okay. Well, says the lady. I've been, I've been to Michael's, I've been to Michael's three times. Maybe if you spent your money on a computer. rather than I, I haven't bought anything. I've been to Michael's multiple times. I've bought nothing this year. Really? I did. I did get myself. I will show you since we have video and I can show people. I did get myself this fabulous little skull at Pier 1. You Isn't that fun? They didn't have that at my Isn't Pier that awesome? 1. Yeah. How much was that? I don't know. It was like $30 or something. Really? But I have, see, yes. See, my whole basement is all piratey. Oh, And so it's going to go downstairs in the pirate much. room. Oh, I Very need exciting. it. Oh, give it. Give it. You know, no. if I come to your Halloween party. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to do inventory to see how much shit you steal. I mean, if Just I saying. steal something, you'll never know it. There's enough stuff in my house. I probably wouldn't. There is enough stuff. <laughs> I, I did like, like so at Michael's, I think later. my favorite, at Michael's, I think my favorite thing was like the little cauldron, the little green cauldron on a, on a, I don't know. Yeah, I bought that last yeah, year. Yeah, that. Okay, well, I didn't, so it's new to me. But no, Pier 1, Pier 1 is, is far and away coming out with some amazing stuff. I haven't seen yeah. Target stuff in person, but Target does look good. 
Target looks online. good. And again, they, they have some overlap from last year too. Yeah. And they've got, but they have some but, new but stuff But remember well. a few, so several years ago when we first started doing Eabhaha, Target had the best stuff because they had the most selection. They had all sorts of different kinds of Halloween. And then they went really cartoony for a couple of years and they're yes. finally starting to pull back a little bit. Yes. And that's good. They're starting to put out some good stuff. And I'm I will say, I will say this. I'm excited about their like uh, Day of the Dead stuff because that looks to be the best. I will say this. Target skeletons are awesome. If they have the same skeletons this year that they had last year, invest in a skeleton. Like if you have ever wanted a skeleton for any purpose, that's where to go because they have skeletons a lot of places like Michael's has them and Joanne's I think has them. And, but the ones that they had at target last year were well-built fairly solid. They could actually freestand by themselves and they're very well posable. So what so they, they actually, you can actually move the joints and like lock them into place. So you could pose them that, and they're only like they, last year they were like $40. The ones at the craft stores that I was seeing last year were like 80. So what you're and saying not as good. is that I shouldn't kidnap my neighbor and steal his skeleton. Did, did he get a skeleton from Target last year? I was really worried about where you were going with this, actually. No, I mean, <laughs> I just... like, you know, like. You know how you get a skeleton out of somebody? You just, like, open their mouth and Oh, you mean, like, a in. real skeleton. Okay. Yeah, you just, okay. like, open your I, mouth I and you reach you know, in. I, because, you know, it's yeah. the Bugs Bunny method. You reach in. Gotcha. And you grab the okay. skeleton handle. Because everybody has one, you know, back here. Right. It's, right. It's right there. So you reach in yeah. and you grab it. Yeah. And you just yeah. pull it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you now. He's got um, a dog I, I really that don't, won't stop barking. I, yeah, I really don't think it's necessary. Because um, Target has really good ones at okay. a good price that won't involve prison time. So, you know, assuming they have them again this year, which I'm really hoping they do because I really want another one. Prison. I don't know, but I've seen what? a lot of Orange is the New Black, and I'm assuming that's exactly how prison is. So if that's exactly how prison is, I think it could be okay. Yeah, I don't think it is. I, mean, I, I don't sure? think so. Well, I'm not, I don't have any firsthand experience, no. But I'm, I'm going to err on the side of caution okay. and say perhaps not. All right, well. Yeah, but I, I need an upstairs skeleton. Instead. I need an up. Yeah. Maybe upstairs skeleton is the title of this episode. I need an upstairs skeleton. My downstairs skeleton is getting a little too handsy. And so well, the, the I, I'm downstairs. just feeling like, because you say upstairs skeleton, I just imagine like a very Downton Abbey, like upstairs downstairs situation. And like the upstairs skeleton needs something. So it rings the bell and the downstairs skeleton has to like do it. No, see, the downstairs skeleton, which is actually kind of hard to say quickly. Um, Are you drunk? On no, Diet I'm, Pepsi? I'm not. I haven't actually had anything to drink uh, except Diet Pepsi, which, to my knowledge, not non-alcoholic. Um, but the downstairs skeleton is named Jack. But he lives downstairs. And, and your he, he doesn't come upstairs. But I, I, need, I need a new one for And you're going to name it too. Sally, aren't you? No. No, I'm not going to name it Sally. If you name your upstairs skeleton Sally, I'm going to, well, I'm not going to do anything because I'm scared of you. But. No, I won't because, no, I won't because honestly, he was not named after Jack Skellington. Of he was he named wasn't. after Jack, he was named after Jack Sparrow. Ew, Jack Sparrow. Because so I put him, because I put him in the Jack Sparrow costume I think last I'm the year only for the Halloween person party. alive that really hates the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. 
Uh, at least of the people in this conversation, yes. Well, okay, not all of them. The first one was good, the second one was okay, the third one was garbage, and everything after that shouldn't have existed. Everything after um, that was because ha- okay. middle-aged women like, you, like to look at you, Johnny Depp at, at, in a pirate have costume. Have seen the fourth one? With the mermaid? Yeah. Yeah. And Penelope Cruz? Yeah. Oh my god, I thought the, I thought the first one was the best movie. No, the fourth the fourth one is the best. No, it's of garbage. the whole They're thing. All garbage. The the most the recent one. Good. The first one is very good. I like the first one a lot. The second one, I agree, it's kind of bleh, and the third one is awful. The, the, the third, third one, one is just absolutely it's like terrible. The Shrek movies, like yeah. By the time they got to the third one, they forgot why people liked Shrek, and they <laughs> they thought, oh, what people loved about Shrek was the harmless family fun nature of the experience. <laughs> Let's play up the safe jokes for small children angle because that's why people <laughs> like Shrek. No, no. I love the I love the fourth pirates of it's, the Caribbean. It's movie. dick jokes and that that's In why fact, I am I am fashioning a costume for a different party that I'm going to for Halloween um because boyfriend is going as Jack Sparrow because I have a Jack Sparrow costume. Colonized and name. I His name I'm, I'm going to go as Penelope Cruz's character. With your boyfriend, Arthur Shakespeare. If that turns out to be his name. I mean, I've named him. So say if I. Yeah. Well, you had also previously named him Mr. Nightshade. Yeah, but Arthur Shakespeare is so much better. (laughs) I'm becoming more and more uh, fond of, of the idea of Mr. Mr. Nightshade. That might, that might, be okay oh. that might be okay yeah. of course i also have a t-shirt that says god i hate shakespeare so you know i could that, that please could call him very... arthur shakespeare and please wear that t-shirt <laughs> and please send me a photo that could become a very passive aggressive inside joke please 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 <laughs> okay folks um go experience, i think we're i think we're done go experience the eclipse yes don't take your phone Enjoy Leave it. Leave it in your car. Just have the moment. Take three minutes out of your day to be present. And if there yes. is no more spiritual application, spiritual uh, significance that you put towards it, then you were present with your mind, your body, and with spirit, with yes. deity, with the divine for just less, literally less than three minutes out of your day. Just do that. Give yourself that Experience gift. the wonders of nature. Because that's what it is. Be a pagan. Experience the wonders of nature. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, later, witches. Yes. Bye.